0: Hey all this is Fred. Uh, usually we do not do this, but today I'm going to beg for a little bit of your money. Um, if you didn't know, Radio Drama Revival originates at WMPG. It's a community radio station based in Portland, Maine. Uh, and like most community stations, it's uh, directly listener supported and they have to have pledge drives twice a year to keep the doors open, the lights on, and the tunes or audio drama playing. Anyways, uh, WMPG's Spring Begathon, that's their pledge drive, ran short this year by just about $9,000. And so to make up for the shortfall, they are asking their listeners to give five bucks to help make up for that. So I'm hoping that you, my podcast listeners, will do the same. Um, I do, of course, give this show away for free each week. I might still be doing that without the radio station support, but the, without the radio station, Radio Drum Revival would not be where it is today. So um, I do hope that if you like the show and all the fun and entertaining audio drama, I'm able to bring you that you will be able to just um, give five small dollars to WMPG PayPal link at RadiodramaRevival.com. And uh, if you put in the notes, do please put that you are a radio drama revival podcast listener. Um, I'm sure they would love to know that. And it would uh, help give some props to radio drama revival, help keep Um, this show on the air. So that's all. Back to the programming and thanks. Welcome to Radio Drama Revival, the show dedicated to stories told the medium of sound, showcasing the diversity and vitality of modern audio theater. You're here, hear news, reviews, discussion, and of course, stories. I'm your host, Fred. That great theme music is by Roger Gregg of Crazy Dog Audio Theater. Today we've got some more original radio plays for you. Uh, this show coming to us from our friend Lance Axe, a big marketer on behalf of the National Audio Theater Festivals and an excellent producer and actor in his own right. This show is called You Have Five Minutes. It was a live show performed last June at the Filling Station, a full-service arts space in Albuquerque, New Mexico. It was produced in conjunction with Camino Real Productions. It consists of six short audio plays, hence the name You Have Five Minutes including an eerie little number by yours truly. So uh, without further ado, let's get right into it. Enjoy. You have five minutes.
1: We start our program with a story that asks, what kind of technology does humankind need the most in the new century? Here's The Heart Has No Location by Algernon Damasa. right this way roshi is just finishing a chant and will speak with you uh, thank you
2: gate gate para, parasam, gate bodhisattva. hello there please sit down you are
3: arnold right uh, thank you for seeing me what can i do for you i need your advice maybe some spiritual guidance it's about my well her name is Ahura. This is your girlfriend? No, no, uh, she's um, this is hard to talk about. Ahura uh, needs to talk to you. She has a kind of spiritual problem. Okay, where is she? She's outside. If she wants help, she's going to have to walk through the door. Uh, she can't. Uh, please, I, I don't wish to be rude. Uh, would you step outside with me? first I looked for a priest, but not one would talk to her. Some refused to meet her at all. One rabbi met her and actually ran away. Why wouldn't they talk to her?
2: And why come to a Zen Buddhist priest like me? There's something you haven't told me yet.
3: Out of all the pastors, rabbis, imams I found, no one knows how to talk to her. Well, I do Zen, so I really don't know anything.
2: <laughs> but I am happy to meet Ahura.
3: Where are we going? We've been on the freeway for quite a while. So you are willing to meet Ahura. Okay, here goes. Artificial Intel Interactive. Hello, Ahura.
4: Good evening, Arnold.
3: Status, please
4: 2014 Ahura Tessura LX. Engine efficiency is good, oil pressure is optimal, cruise control is enabled. Mapping is available. There is a weight on my heart. Holy moly!
2: This car is a hura?
4: Southbound on Interstate 25. Outside temperature is 90 degrees.
3: This is a prototype automobile with cutting-edge artificial intelligence. It self-diagnoses and compensates for road conditions, but it also learns about its driver. She forms a relationship so she can evaluate the driver's state of being. You found a way to engineer empathy? She is beyond artificial intelligence. She can compensate for the driver's performance or even stall herself out if she needs to. It's all about reducing accidents.
2: <clears throat> Hello, Ahura. My name is Karuna, but everyone calls me Roshi.
4: Pleased to meet you, Roshi. There is a weight on my heart. She says that constantly
3: now. Ahura, heart system status.
4: System not found. Heart is without location. There is a weight on my heart.
3: You think your car needs religion?
4: She needs syntax. She
3: is trying to run an inquiry, but it has no protocol, no language for the problem. It's like needing to cry out, but having no voice. Aha. Uh-huh. You
2: think if she has a way to talk about it, she can process it and resolve the issue? You're a good friend, Arnold. Mind if I ask Ahura a question? Please, this is for her. Ahura, there is a weight on my heart.
4: The heart has no location, Roshi. System not found.
2: (laughs) So an iron woman sheds a tear. What are you talking about? Ahura is doing what she was designed to do. She sees you clearly and wants to help. Wait, you mean help for me?
3: I'm fine,
2: mostly. Actually, you're perfect. Hey, tell you what, I know a great place to eat down in Crucis. You like Thai food? Las Cruces is three hours away. We have time. Let's all get acquainted.
4: Cruise control setting 75. There is a weight on my heart.
3: Okay. Yes. Yes, there is.
1: In a nameless country, a revolution sends three people fleeing for their lives. This is On the Outskirts by Evan Waters.
2: We can rest here. Soldiers won't come this way.
3: I think we should keep moving.
2: It'll be a day's march from here to the docks.
3: It's only a few miles, isn't it? Oh, it took us an hour to get this
2: far. Helen's right. When the ground gets worse, some escape route. I told you not to go messing
3: with the general. Come on, Michael. You can't expect me to ignore something like this on my own doorstep. Oh,
4: please don't start, Albert. We're safe for now. That's what
3: matters. You're right. I'm sorry, Michael. I should be thanking you. I don't mention it.
2: I was thinking of trying to get at him myself, but you beat me to it.
3: Well, maybe
2: you would have done something
4: more than just... Take pictures.
2: Those pictures could make a big difference in the right hands.
4: Oh, I'll make sure they get there. Don't you worry. Is there water? Just enough
2: if we ration it out. Just fill the cup halfway.
4: Oh, it'll do. Someone's coming. Be quiet.
5: Stop! Stay where you are. You're under arrest. We don't want any trouble. Drop your gun. Put your hands up. You drop yours. I'll call others. You came here
4: alone. Looks like one of the irregulars, probably lost.
5: I am part of the new army, which will bring order to- Oh, just
4: calm down, please. There's no point in you two killing each other over us.
5: David? David, it's you.
2: What? David, from River Bend, Christian's son. You know me? I'm Michael. We went to the missionary school together. David. Stay back. David, what are you doing? You're going to go to college, make some money. Like I was good for anything. You had... You were very... People liked you. Because I was not idiot. But now you've
3: smartened up, eh? This is very touching, but I don't see how we're going to get anywhere in this situation.
4: You could surrender. Yes, and so could you. You're not helping. He doesn't have to surrender. I mean, we don't want to be carrying a prisoner with us. Uh, so what's your idea? He could run. Never.
2: Oh, now we're on to something. I could shoot her right now for saying that. Soldiers don't come out here. They wouldn't know. There are ships taking people out of the country only
5: three miles away. Do you think I'm still the fool back at Rivers Bend? I can't leave. I've seen what the general does to deserters. I didn't exactly ask for this position. You still have a choice. You don't have to kill us. If you would just surrender...
2: We're not going to. Can you kill us?
5: We have patrol boats going. You'll want to stay away from the river. Whoa. Well, what about the docks? Safe now. Maybe not when we've secured the capital. You should start now.
2: Since you won't be using that gun, do you think we could?
5: I mean, just to be sure. Go ahead. I'll try to find another before I get found again. You're a good man.
2: I'll try to remember that. Right. We can keep below that ridge. Are you up for it? I'll see, won't I? Oh, If that were anyone else, we'd all be dead. And we should hurry before our luck runs out.
1: Butch D'Ambrosio. For over 15 years, he has been a usual suspect as one of the writers for Mad Magazine and for over a decade, a writer, performer, and teacher with the National Audio Theater Festivals. Now he brings his unique take on audio drama to Albuquerque as the snooze alarm theater of dreams presents, bombs are just concentrated bursts of humanity. Don't worry, just listen closely and it will all unfold before your very ears starting no.
4: Uh, 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 <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, gentlemen, gentlemen step one, one day only, only the, the president, 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 president uh,
2: Trying times deserve time tests attempts to alter the force in a manner that stains it
1: and maintains our principles
2: then all, and on. And didn't it? And And few. Some would say that those who don't remember the past are doomed to repeat me. Others would say that history is written by the victor. Still others insist that the struggle of man against tyranny is a struggle of memory against forgetting. I say kill them all. Let God forget. And I've and forgotten more in my little finger than most people, people have
4: learned people in their whole lives.
2: Turn that trash yeah. off.
4: Turn that trash off.
2: It's out? not likely that our plans for global domination have influenced our decision to go to war. For we must go to war. We must always go to war. Go to war. That's where the money is. It gives us something to do with our lower classes. Yeah. I know what you're thinking. thinking. Those Those who start wars Wars never fight them, and those those who fight wars Wars never like them. And is a lower body 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 count due to improved medical medical care care in the field really worth the the fact that we can say very few of our boys have been martyred? In comparison to the enemy, when so many who would otherwise have died are now a massive burden on our VA system and will be for the rest of their depleted, uranium-shortened lives?
4: Yes!
6: We must be quick. Get in. Soon it will be dark. And darkness brings danger. The metal rains at night, and in the day there are patrols. The women cannot get water.
7: Wee-yah! They, have a, they have a president here, here too?
5: too? El Presidente.
6: General! Colonel. We're here.
5: They have a
7: president here, too? They make the same bad decisions?
6: They have presidents everywhere. There he is. Well, I
2: speak in great terms, the world is unambiguous. We must always go to war. Even flowers and trees must battle nature sometimes. Yes, we must always go to war. For God, as he swells with no greater pride than when one kills another in his name. For country, as people who share geographical proximity are always better than people who don't. For college tuition money. Yay! Turn,
6: that turn that trash off. Turn that trash off. Turn that trash off. You turn it off. You put it on. I didn't put it on. It's always you on. You turn it off.
7: Leave it off. I want to make a toast. To humanity. To
5: humanity.
6: humanity. Humanity. God help us.
5: Doctor, they're getting closer. To trying times. To desperate times. To, to watching, watching the, storm the storm come in.
7: Hello. What's the point? Get the kids in the basement.
6: Doctor, always said if the-
1: Far out in the desert, a single light of a bar room welcomes the weary traveler in the long, lonely night. But little do these travelers realize the journey they're about to embark on. Enjoy now A Drink Before the Dark by award-winning author Frederick Greenhall. (laughs)
5: Encore! Encore! You think they'll keep paying me to serenade you, boss? Hard to tell. Think they'll keep paying your tab? Let's try it. Pour another.
7: Bombay Gimlet. Just the way you like it. Reminds me of a better time. Storm's coming. Here it goes again.
2: Hey, you got a place to tie up my horse? What's that? Jesus, a mean one's coming in. Could be a twister.
5: Take a load off, stranger. Have a drink.
2: Did you hear me? The damn sky's about to tear the roof off our heads.
7: She hasn't yet. (laughs) What's with you, too?
5: Call us the welcoming committee. Where you're going, I think a twister's the least of your worries. What? Like I said, you better sit down. But the horses? You ever wonder why they call this place a ghost town?
7: ain't because of the economic stimulus, I can tell you that.
2: Look, you give me shelter or not?
5: There's a roof over your head here, stranger. Hard telling if that's shelter, though.
2: My horse!
5: Forget about it.
7: Forget about the horse. Forget about your home. Forget about
5: it all. But I... What he's getting at is that it's all over for you now. Welcome to the bar at the end of the world. Entry to the next one. Like I said, least we can do is offer you a drink. How do you like it?
2: Strong.
5: That we can do.
2: You're mighty strange folk.
7: <laughs> Only gets weirder from here. When you get a few centuries to think about things, it screws
5: up your inhibitions.
2: So this is really what it's like. What happened to me?
5: Oh, it's the same story every time. Horse throws you in a storm, struck by lightning, tumble down a hill as you wander in the dark. Hell, what's it matter? Out comes the same. You got a lot of thinking ahead of you.
2: Damn. There's a lot I was planning to do, you know. And mercy to never see sweet Sarah again.
7: There's always more to do. Too bad you didn't get to
2: it. So, so I don't get a second chance, no quest to get back to the land of the living, no pearly gates, none of that?
7: Life is a hard thing. Death is worse.
2: So what happens next?
5: Finish your drink.
2: Okay. Oh, now
5: It only hurts a moment, stranger. I'll
7: let you go with a sad song, no, no, one of my favorites. No. When I die, take my saddle from the wall, put it on my pony, lead him out of his stall, tie my bones to his back, point our faces to the west, and we'll
5: ride the trails that we love best. Well, he went about as easily as the last. They never have gold on them anymore. Oh, it was never gold we did this for. I still don't know why we do it, boss. Neither do I. But how about a drink to mourn the dead? Make it a double.
1: Joe and Sid are two guys who like to talk politics and make sense of the world's problems. Sometimes they get a little out of hand, and this is one of those nights. Once again, we hear from Algernon Damasa with Simulated Drowning.
6: My friends ask me why I don't go out more often. Why didn't you come out with us tonight? Joe likes to have dinner with me. Caroline, we never get to have you two ourselves. Your husband could take care of himself one night. He survived a war. You think he can't make a hamburger? I know. Besides, tonight is a welcome to town party for that new doctor from Iraq. Ladies only, and you're coming. Oh, I heard about her. She has a beautiful name. Dr. Farah Nasseri. Her life is amazing. I want to come, but I really can't leave my husband alone. No, 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 no. no. It's settled. I'm picking you up at 7 sharp. Tell Joe to order a pizza. It was out of my hands now. I told Joe he was on his own for dinner.
7: No problem, hon. I'll have pizza tonight. Hey, I should call Sid.
6: I was afraid of that. So
7: who all's going?
6: Well, Susan and Jeannie, of course. And there's this new doctor who moved into town, Dr. Nasseri.
7: Nasseri? Where's she from?
6: She grew up in Iraq.
7: No kidding. Iraq.
6: There's Susan. Listen, Joe, you and Sid, just try not to talk politics, all right? That's always how it starts. Go
7: on now.
6: Have a good time. So I did it. I left Joe alone in our house. And sure enough... His friend Sid came over, and they got started on beer and politics.
3: Look, even if it is a war, we're not supposed to be torturing people. We prosecuted the Japanese for doing it to us in World War II, right? Wow. Am I right? Look, self-defense. If we're under attack,
7: why not break the rules a little? Oh,
3: come on. Seriously, we're supposed to pretend we have rules about war. But hell is hell any pizza left all gone and my bottles empty open a new one for me boss on a related subject my friend it kills me on the news when they talk about waterboarding how they like to call it simulated drowning why because it isn't simulated drowning. It's drowning. No, it's not. The guy's on a table. It's all controlled. What are you talking about? It's all controlled until it gets out of control. Waterboarding is just like holding someone's head underwater. No, no, no. Listen, if I block off your mouth and pour water down your nose, you're going to drown. Please. They're just having water poured on their face. Come on, do it to me. What are you
7: doing? You're going to waterboard me. What are you doing? You're going to waterboard me. No,
3: no, Joe. I am not going to do this.
7: Throw me a sofa cushion.
3: What are you doing? Taking the stuffing out of this cushion. Okay, you put that over my face. I'll clear off the coffee table. All right, let's experiment. Wait, the coffee table has to be at an angle. Get a book off that shelf. My head has to be below my heart. Get a book off the shelf. Here we go. Unabridged Shakespeare. And what's this? Hey, war and peace. Perfect. Prop it up. Okay, lie down on top. Put this pizza box under your feet. Here, give me the paper napkins. I'll put them in my mouth. Yeah, that's good. Oh, we need water. (laughs) What? Oh, right, we've got beer. (laughs) Now remember, if this gets to be too much, you need to say a safe word like, um, what's a good word?
4: (laughs) Hold on,
3: let me think of a safe word. Oh, I got it. You can say Leo Tolstoy. Okay, here comes the beer. Joe, I have someone I'd like you to meet. Sid, what are you doing to my husband? Oh, uh, nothing. Just get that off his head! Him up!
6: Leo Tolstoy, you idiot! Um, Dr. Nassari, this is my husband and his friend, Sid. H- hello? Hey, Sid,
7: this is the new doctor I was telling you about. She's from Iraq.
6: My friends ask me why I don't come out more often. I just tell them it's because Joe and me,
1: we're so much in love. (laughs) Ellie is looking for a perfect man with old-fashioned values. Only her new date takes old-fashioned to a completely new level. From Lance Roger Axe, here's... Heavenly shades of night are falling.
6: I've got to say, you're not like any other date I've ever gone on.
7: Why? What makes you say that?
6: Well, for starters, you're in black and white. I mean, you are totally black and white.
7: Gee, is that a problem for you there, sweetheart?
6: And see? Right there. You talk like someone out of a, well, and...
7: An old movie, right? I get that a lot. Hey, you want some more Java Joe? Boy, it sure hits the spot.
6: No, no thank you. What did you say you do again?
7: I'm a cargo pilot. Fly all over the world and back. And what about you?
6: Well, I'm, uh... I'm really confused. Nobody talks like that anymore.
7: Well, maybe that's the problem.
6: Uh Uh-huh. Okay, well, this has been fun, but Uh, I... No, just...
7: Wait a minute, where are you going, Dollface? face? Uh, night is young, the moon is full, and I'd love to take a swim in those big blue eyes of yours.
6: You'd love to what? Take a what? Wait, where's that music coming from? Boy,
7: Ellie, you're the cat's meow. Let me take you away from all of this. We'll watch the Fangtails race in Saratoga, fly to the Prince Riviera, then to Rick's in Casablanca. Life's an adventure. Let's go have one. What? I don't...
6: What is happening to this place? This is amazing. It's
5: the Copa doll. Now this joint is jumping. Hey, Elliot.
6: Dean, what are you doing here? I thought I told you I never... Look,
5: look, just hear me out, okay? Okay, I thought about what you said, and maybe I was being a jerk. I mean, maybe I need to... What the hell is this?
6: Yeah, yeah, Jack Dean, Dean Jack. What happened to the
5: band? Dude, you're black and white. I mean, you're totally black and white. Allie, who's the wise guy? Who's the
7: wise guy? <laughs> what a freak. Hey, I'll ask you not to talk that way in front of a lady. Otherwise, it's going to be one right in the kisser, you drugstore cowboy. Hey, who
6: you calling a? uh, uh... What did you just call me? He didn't call you anything.
5: No, I'm really asking, because I never heard that before. And what do you mean, maybe you were being a jerk? I thought that guy was coming on to you. My brother? Hey, you didn't see the look in his eyes.
6: I can't do this anymore with you, Dean. When I say it's over, it's over.
5: Just say the word,
7: doll, and I'll throw this palooka out on his duff.
6: And you, stop calling me doll.
7: Oh, gee, Ellie, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to get you No, no,
6: I'm... Wait, you're sorry?
5: Well sure
6: nobody's ever said they're sorry to me oh
5: give me a break ellie let's get out of here so
6: all that big blue eyes stuff you really meant that didn't you yeah but guys like you don't exist anymore
7: sure we do just not around here ellie hello
5: i want to get out of here and what do you want
6: i want i want music and fun and someone who will make me happy, is that too much to ask?
5: Fine, whatever. We'll go where you want to go. Change of venue.
6: Yeah. A change of venue.
7: Blaine's ready when you are.
6: Dean, dry up, you sap. What? You heard me. Applesauce to you. Come on, flyboy. Let's scram.
5: Not a girl. Now you're talking. What? Are you serious? Fine, like I care. Where's that music you hear coming something? from?
7: Ellie! Just what's the happening music, to this place? Ellie.
6: Ellie! Jack, are we walking on water?
7: Looks that way.
6: Swell.
0: And that was You Have 5 Minutes by Lance Axe, Camino Real Productions. This show will be coming out this summer as a paper download on the Spoken Network, so uh, we'll give you that link when it becomes available. For now, I do hope you enjoyed this sneak peek. Anyways, uh, for more audio goodness, do check out our blog and podcast at radiodramarevival.com. Got more news, reviews, and discussion up there. You can also always find us on iTunes. Search for Radio Drama Revival. That wraps it up for this week. Radio Drama Revival is produced by yours truly, Fred Greenhodge. Copyright of individual shows remains to their original producers, but do please share this show as far and widely as you like. Radio Drama Revival originates in on-air radio at WMPG-FM, Greater Portland, Maine's community radio. It is podcast at radiodramarevival.com as a labor of love. Till next time, keep your mind and your ears open. Thanks for tuning in and have a great week.